Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, XQC's YouTube channel has come back after being terminated. So the big news that is probably not going to end up being very significant news. XQC's YouTube channel has been terminated. Here he is with a phone and there is his channel being removed. Very important pictures. Excuse, uh, so let's look up his channel and see if it is still not there. So it is still not there. This was six hours ago. Sorry, I just blinded everyone. This was from copyright strikes from his reaction content, but I mean, his other channels are still up, including side ones. I don't know if he owns them or not, like his XQC reacts and XQC gaming and stuff. But as is generally the case, when you have a hundred million dollars, you know, you, you exist in a different world in regards to rules. Surely whoever put these strikes in place will accept some sort of money or what have you to go away. It'd be nice if this is permanent, but I'm skeptical that it would be. Like, I, I wouldn't celebrate this early. You give it six months. What's the beef between me and XQC? He said you guys were dangerous and he fears that you will hurt him. Now, you may think that's a joke, but it's true. I haven't looked at all of his videos and I know Dark Viper has a lot of um, coverage of this, but I'm assuming you'd never speak to him. I don't know. That guy makes made really, really weird tangents in the past. Um... So like comparing to like other crimes and shit like that, and it's very just odd. And I think a part of his audience could be literally weaponized and dangerous. And I think that's that's just kind of scary. That's I'm sorry, don't be pussy, but that's how I feel about it. And I will not stand for you guys to be slandered as murderers, potentially people who physically assault people with blonde hair. Honestly, it's just because of the interest in reaction content. XQC has been on my radar per se only because of that. He's done other things, got involved in other stuff, and I've just never talked about it because it's just not interesting to me. It's only because of that issue. If you haven't caught on, there are not many topics that I follow diligently. Reaction content is only probably one of the few. You could call it a hobby if you like. We're in between doing things that are actually important. I spend time on this, but even that, I'm trying to wind down, doing my damnedest to get out these last two essays, and I'm doing like a page a day, and it's killing me. Need to get that teleprompter from El Garso. Help me be able to read in front of a camera without memorizing the lines and then looking in the camera and reading them. It takes me a million years doing that. Aren't I technically reacting to XQC's takedown? In the same way that my lungs are reacting to air and my eyes are reacting to light? Absolutely. Everything's reacting if you just broaden the word far. I'm against all reacting. You guys better stop reacting to the oxygen or else Dark Viper AU kills his whole audience. <laughs> so previously we talked about how XQC's YouTube channel was banned and I said, don't hold your breath, probably gonna come back. XQC explained on his stream why he was banned. That's uh, a 50 second clip. I only had strikes that I was too lazy to, to fucking fight like, on my account. Okay. So Tom Scott made a video. In the video, he shows a video. That video is an excerpt taken from another video. And I reacted to Tom Scott version of it. That time of the month okay. Again. Somebody that is, not, that is not part of any of those realms, so a random, claimed to be one of these people and said, yo, this is my video, blah, 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 this is a strike. That person is not Tom Scott or the main video is not anybody. It's literally, it's just a random, like, is that Guys, I own this video and I'm mad. And really when I sent out the counterclaim, um, it just took a while to kick in and it, I think we're past the limit so the account got banned. Okay, so the reason why I said, at least in part, that the clip is 50 seconds is because I'm sorry for subjecting you to XUC speaking for 50 seconds. That's basically a form of torture. I apologize immediately. That explanation makes very little sense. It's rambly, it seems to barely know what's going on. 
it seems to be claiming it's a false copyright strike, but if it was a false copyright strike and a person had no association with any of the material they actually strikes, why would they strike a video within a video? If the person was just malicious and being like, I gotta, I'm gonna just strike some random bullshit that I have no ownership over, why would they go to the effort of striking a video within a video within a video? And, and not just the whole thing or some other aspect of it. Tom Scott, as I've said before, he content IDs all his work. A content ID claim is uh, the system where you just collect revenue or you limit where the video can be played or you limit the ways in which the video can be monetized. It doesn't strike the channel with the video on it. You don't suffer any reprimand. You don't, you know, the three strikes you're out thing. It's not a DMCA claim. It's uh, you're claiming ownership of that video on someone else's channel. The degree to which the content ID system can detect your video if a person has uh, a little bit of it cropped out for a webcam. Yeah, as I say, it's, it's not a perfect system. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Tom Scott wouldn't be the one to do this strike because again, he content IDs all this stuff and, and just leaves it to collect the revenue. And so, as I say, I'm not surprised this channel is back. The idea that he's got a couple of strikes on the back end is indicative that his channel will always be to some degree in jeopardy. It's interesting that they let through this claim at all in that for reasons we'll talk about maybe one other day, I've become aware that striking reaction videos is not a simple process. YouTube isn't always going to accept a claim against a reaction video, but certainly the sort of reaction videos that XQC makes are the lowest effort that exists. And, and certainly there's not much effort in reaction videos to begin with to lose. Potentially it's only a matter of time before he loses his account, who knows? But I'm obviously quite pessimistic and I think he's got enough money that uh, he, he'll always be able to keep it and always be able to fight this stuff. The rules don't exist for, at least to the same degree, for people with a lot of money. Trevor's most hated word got me demonetized. So I released a short on my main channel that got, after 10 minutes, age-gated and demonetized. It's titled, This One Word Got Johnny Killed in GTA 5. It's a great short. All it's talking about is how Johnny says a word that Trevor, throughout the entire game, becomes irate when he hears. Johnny may not have died at the start of GTA 5 if he avoided saying the one word that tends to put Trevor into a murderous rage. Creepy old motherfucker. Motherfucker! Before hey, you fucking ask! Chill, Holmes, chill. No, I'm not a motherfucker! I find your t-shirt more than a little offensive. I'm talking to you, motherfucker. Who else you think I'm talking to, homeboy? I'm getting bored of this. What? It's what? not legally fucking if you do not penetrate. And what does Johnny say that causes Trevor to finally stop and address him? Trevor! I'm talking to you, motherfucker! Are you? Fucking shit! Who the fuck are you speaking to? I think that's a great shot. But obviously, as it says M for like 10 times in a minute, you can understand why uh, YouTube wasn't a fan of it. It is just a theory after all, like obviously a lot more was going on with Trevor killing Johnny than him simply calling him an Emma fur. But um, like it could just be a funny coincidence, but it is a funny one if so. Although there is actually one rampage where he isn't called a Emma fur, which is the military one. All the other four he is, but not that one. It doesn't seem like coincidence. Yeah, I just think if it did have some impact, it would be like the thing that snapped him out of it. Like he still may have killed Johnny, but it's just like, I don't think it's a coincidence that that's like when he stopped and turned around and acknowledged him, you know? It like snapped him out of his whole trance. Are Mr. Beast Feastables overhyped? 
Feastables are overhyped. That wouldn't surprise me. I shouldn't really say much on it, but as we've talked before, it seems very unlikely that an influencer can come in and be like, I can make something better than any other company in the business. All those people, all those companies, all those hundreds of thousands of people or whatever, who've been working to make the best of X, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I am guy with a lot of YouTube subscribers. I think I know how to make X product better than all those fucking people. Better and more cost effective. These guys fucking scrubs. It's just nonsense, right? It doesn't mean it can't be a good product or a product worth your money or, or something. But I just never expect an influencer to come out with a product that will blow everything else in the market away. There's so many other players in that space who do nothing but try and make great products that uh, it would seem just strange of a person with effectively no experience in that space to uh, outshine them all instantly. And I will always draw a distinction between like how good the product is and how well it's priced, right? You can have a product that is really, really good that may be overpriced, for example. Making a good product is easier than it is putting it at a price that is competitive in the market. Red Dead Redemption 2 hits an all-time player high. So interesting news about Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 hit its all-time peak in play account on Steam nearly an hour ago due to the Black Friday sales. All-time peak of 73,000 players. And to this I said, the feels at the start and end of Red Dead Redemption 2. I'ma play it again though. And so there's the picture of me with my weird hat, cigar, and watch that I found in my cupboard. And there's me contemplating existence, fat as fuck, on my rocking bench thing outside. And uh, you might ask, how do I know what the end of Red Dead 2 is like when I haven't finished it myself? But I was very close to the end, but didn't get to the end. And the reason for that is it's, it's been spoiled for me. I've seen small clips and one particularly malicious dude DMs me. Spoilers. Which, again, the game is super old right now. I, I don't expect... Well, except that guy who DM'd them to me just to be an asshole. I don't expect people to, like, tiptoe around me to make it so I never see clips of the end of Red Dead 2. But, um, despite that, I, I, like, I don't know explicitly what happens. Like, it's, it's a vague memory right now, some vague imagery. And, and it's not ruined it for me. Uh, like, I'm, I'm gonna play it again regardless, but, uh... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Do you just not like Red Dead 2, or is it just not for you? Well, both those things can be true. As I've admitted over the years, Red Dead 2 is a perfectly fine game. Like, it wouldn't have been success as successful as it was if it wasn't. It's just not a game that appeals to my particular preferences, especially on release. On release, it being exclusively on console, a lot of stuff not being fine-tuned, a lot of the animations being uh, even longer, the game was just so amazingly slow-paced. I did put like 36 hours into it or something, and then I, when it came to PC, I put like four hours into it on PC. But while I did enjoy the gameplay more on PC, it just didn't vibe with me again. I just couldn't get into it, mainly in perhaps because I'd already played it on console. I think had it released in its current state on PC, on release, then I probably would have enjoyed it and got through the whole game. And I'm hoping that's true because I'm gonna try playing through it again. I'm not sure how much of the story I still remember, but I need to get myself into the mindset of just being willing to take things slow. Red Dead 2 is uh, a bit too much like an interactive movie. I'm already super not in favor of just casually playing through single player games on stream. It's not really my vibe. I like to have some gimmick, some challenge or, or whatever. But I'll make an exception for Red Dead 2. And as I do make exceptions for some games like Hitman, for example. I won the Cricket World Cup. So did you guys know that I won the uh, Cricket World Cup? I didn't know this, but I was informed of it by uh, dozens of people. Dozens of people have informed me that I recently won the Cricket World Cup. My victory was a surprise, but such is my skill that I didn't even need to participate in order to win. Thank you for all the congratulations. I plan to do even better next time. And there's a message of someone congratulating me on winning the Cricket World Cup. And so I updated my bio. It now says Cricket World Cup winner, GTA 6 voice actor. In that order of which is the most important, of course. All jokes aside, Australia apparently beat India in the Cricket World Cup. 
I have played cricket when I was a kid. It was somewhat fun. The problem with cricket is right-handed people hit the ball to the left, right? And so if you're a right fielder, like we have to catch the ball or whatever if it gets hit your way. It doesn't get hit that way very often, especially as you're a kid or whatever. Maybe, maybe there's some strategy to it when you're in, in the big leagues, I'm not sure. So for a lot of the game, you're sitting out there doing fucking nothing. Batting is somewhat fun, but like if you've ever seen cricket, there's a reason why they have to wear all that fucking padding. If you get hit by one of those balls, you're screwed, right? That's, that's a very hard ball thrown really, really fast. I, I guess it'd be similar to baseball in a way, but I mean, diff different ball. I don't know. But regardless, I think indoor cricket was better because you had like, it would bounce off the net. Like you'd, it'd be cricket, but the field would be limited. So there'd be a net around the whole thing. So people couldn't like smash it for six a million miles away. It would like hit the side and you could like, like catch it off the side or whatever. And so it was a, a lot faster paced of a game. Regardless though, I don't follow actual cricket uh, as a sport. My father does, he loves it. I'm sure he'd be ecstatic that Australia won. But you gotta understand, Australia winning anything is always, I wouldn't say a miracle, but it's always cause for interest because our population is what, like 25 million? Well, the population of India is what, like 1.4 billion, okay. So like you can see from a pool of people to draw from, Australia has far less. Obviously it's not just the amount of people you can draw from that matters, but you'd assume that a country with more people would have a larger pool of people to practice and train and stuff to get to the big leagues. So it's cool that Australia won. Congratulations to them. Don't care all that much. And uh, I hope everyone had fun. Better luck next time, scrubs! <laughs> nah, it's cool. My cooking streams are coming back. So I made an announcement on Twitter that most people probably won't care about, but some of you will. I am going to try and make a setup so I can more easily stream myself cooking. It is going to be massively overkill and be used like once. So I want downstairs for there to be a laptop that can record footage from multiple cameras at the same time, as well as live stream to Twitch and YouTube at the same time. And for that, I need a very powerful machine that will do nothing but sit in my kitchen. And so I've spent a lot of money on it, and then I get to have to buy a bunch of cameras too. Like, you don't understand, chat. When you have a person holding a camera, everything becomes very simple, because they just follow you with the camera, and you say, hey, look at these eggs, and they just point the camera at the eggs. But I ain't got someone for that. So I will need like at least four different camera angles that I can like click to, to have good coverage. When I did my previous videos though, I had like one camera angle and the video still did well. And honestly, on some level, I'm afraid that the reason why my previous cooking videos did well was because of that scuffed nature where the footage was just awful, but just funny things happened. It would probably be cheaper just to hire someone to record for the day, but it'd be so awkward sitting in there being like, hey chat, how's it going? And there's being a person there that I have to ignore. Like, be weird. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. See what happens. The constant misrepresentation of me in the public eye. So, I sometimes read comments that talk about me, said by people who seem to have no real knowledge of who I am. They've just heard things in a variety of different places or heard people talk about me. And I come away with this conclusion all the time. There is a staggering amount of people who believe I am terrible at communicating my ideas who have never actually heard me communicate my ideas. I am presented through the lens or communication of other people, and therefore I am selectively cropped or misrepresented in a way that no one's going to look good through such a lens or, or filtering. Like, understand, obviously I hear the opposite conclusion, perhaps even more so often, but obviously I'm going to respect the people more who've actually engaged with the material to justify their conclusion than um, those who have not. Are my tank top days coming to an end? 
So as you guys know, I normally wear tank tops all the time, but I do have one black shirt. I have a handful of good shirts um, because I had a sponsorship with our True Classic at one point. But I've thought about changing over to wearing shirts instead of tank tops because I do think I look generally better with them. One reason I didn't though is because I sweat during streaming and stuff. And like I, I would have sweat marks under my armpits and stuff. But then I realized like you don't really see sweat on like a black shirt. So I was like, oh, well, I, maybe I can start trying black shirts. So what I'm going to do, well, I, what I've already done actually, is I bought myself my favorite 25-ish bits of merch from my merch store, like black shirts and stuff. Oh, I, actually, I got one orange shirt because Please Fix only works on orange. I know black tank tops part of the brand, but you know, it, it, things gotta change sometimes. We'll see what happens. If nothing else, I can have more shirts to go out other places. I, I honestly probably should have done this a long time ago because I've been using my old merch for quite a while. Fortunately for me, I got it 11% off and as well, I got it at cost. So there's no, there's no that tiny profit margin I normally get from this. So I spent like 500 bucks on my own merch. Let's go. I bought an infinite supply of my favorite headphones. So I got some good news chat from one of my mods. As you guys likely know, I love this headset. It is the KSC75X from Kos. But the only way you can get a black version of this if, is if you get it from Mastrop and they haven't had them for like a year, despite the huge demand for them, but they've recently brought them back. So you can pre-order them now. I think it says two months left, so they're not gonna send um, them out for two months, potentially not until 2024. But that I can get them again is great, because I thought I might have to go back to the gray ones, the ones that are actually made by Kos. I pre-ordered 10, chat, because I go through these, like at least one every like four months thing. Well, not necessarily, but the, the, the cable is not the best. It's a, like, these only cost $20, chat. They have amazing audio quality for their price bit. They're not really built to last. Is that USD? Yes. I spent hundreds of dollars on backup headsets. How come you use those? Not a traditional gaming headset. Have you ever seen what a person looks like with a traditional gaming headset? They look dumb. Look at these people. You know what these people look like. But I got these little comfy little things on the side here. No band over the top of my head. Doesn't ruin my hair. Good stuff. Should I buy this pricey treadmill to avoid sunlight? Have you guys ever seen a manual treadmill before? So one example of them is from this true form runner thing. But what it is, is it's got no motor. So you're like, you manually push it. So you're actually like gripping with the feet and like pushing it forward. You're gonna start running here, yeah. And so there's no motor here, there's no electronics. It's got like a curve. So like the curve causes the, the belts to go around and around and around. And you kind of make your own pace. Apparently it's better for people who run and like the front of their foot hits first, which I, I believe I am because I used to run when I was like in primary school, a little bit in high school, like I was a decent runner. And so I, I think I have a decent format. I'm not sure. I mean, this is millions of years ago, but the things cost thousands of dollars, like even more expensive than a normal treadmill, which has a fucking motor in it. It doesn't make any sense to me, I guess, because they need to be built so goddamn sturdy. Apparently these things are like steel frames and uh, I, I don't know. I was just curious if any of you guys ever used one before. Cause I'm thinking about getting one. I don't like my elliptical machine that's downstairs. And if I don't like the exercise machine I have, then I'm ne not gonna use it. And I, I barely ever use it. I, and so it's kind of pointless to have. As much as I like running outdoors, my skin like burns and stuff. And uh, the sun is responsible for the overwhelming vast majority of the signs of aging. So if I want to look young for the potentially the rest of my life, <laughs> not the rest of my life, I mean significantly longer, I can't, uh, I mean, being out in the sun all day hurts that, right? How do you get the vitamin D? Well, now I'm, because I'm running, I, I, I just 
could deal with it that way. But I mean, I, I take just take pills and stuff. Why not just run around my home? Like in my house, just run up and down the stairs. That's just be fucking weird. I'd probably ruin my carpet. Don't go outside, chat, to live forever. You heard it here first. Exactly. Drink nothing but fucking soft drink. Eat nothing but junk food. And just don't go in the sun. That's the way to achieve immortality. Hearing you talk about random things I never would have known about is really neat. They should make cheaper manual treadmills. They seem cool. Yeah, I assume they can't make cheap ones. I mean, that they do have cheaper versions, but they're still thousands of dollars. It's as I often say, like, there is always stuff that other people know about that you really wish you knew about. There is stuff that I would so buy right now that would improve my life, but I actually don't know about it. And you guys don't know that I want to know about it, so you can't tell me. It sucks. Ignorance sucks. And we're all ignorant of so many things that we want to know. And because you don't know that you don't know about those things, you don't know how to get information on those things. As they say in Strictly Ballroom, that movie I had to watch in my English class a million years ago, you don't know what you don't know. Will my chest pimples ever go away? So those who have kept up with my chest for these many months, I've had pimples here for like a thousand years. I even after removing my hair, hair has not helped. And I've realized the reason for it. I don't know when it started, but I now get pimples where I sweat. And all my running and my exercise stuff continuously causes these pimples to stay, as well as I've got pimples on the top, top of my back now. So I've kind of put myself in a situation, at least my body has, where I can either not have pimples all over the top of my body, or I can exercise. I have exercise and pimples or no exercise and no pimples. And that really fucking sucks. Imagine being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do exercise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live longer. That's gonna be great. And, and the consequence of that is your body being like, fuck you. That's the way, that's the situation I'm in right now. I have the same thing. I just shower more. I shower more than 99% of the planet. I basically live in water. I am fucking Aquaman. They've given me some antibiotics or whatever to see if like, like if I just get them under control once or something, then I'll be fine. But antibiotics is something that you shouldn't be taking for no reason. This is, I guess it's not no reason, but like these things can affect your liver and I'm just tired of putting like 887,000 different creams on me. Like I'm a goddamn snowman or some shit and <laughs> still not having it solved. Awful. Basically chat, existence is hard. It is. The joy of watching my own rambles. Do I watch my old rambles or do I just upload and forget? One of the best things about no longer editing my own rambles and the rambles being a little bit delayed and that because someone else is editing them, they can add certain things to it that I haven't seen before. I get to experience watching my own rambles in the same way that you guys do. When they get uploaded on the back end, I watch them at like two times speed and I enjoy them. It's weird to enjoy watching your own content, but to a degree, I do. It's an experience watching content that you've already made, but to be formalized into an actual YouTube video. Like in some cases, I don't remember exactly what I said or how I communicated, or I may have worried on the day that I didn't communicate all that well. And watching the video back and being like, oh yeah, I did communicate my points very well then. I'm like, oh good. Answering your most interesting questions. Are you afraid about people coming to your house? Has anyone come to your home? Yes, I am afraid of that. Obviously, the more you put yourself out there, the more information you give about yourself, the more a person who was particularly malicious could put two and two together, or two, three, four, five, six, seven, da, 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 and eventually find you. Is it an ongoing concern? To some degree, I am going to get some security around here more. But the barrier to entry for people coming to me is obviously very, very high. As in, most of my audience, like 95 plus percent of it, doesn't exist in my country. The amount of people who are insane enough to hunt down a YouTuber who, who are also in a well enough financial situation to be able to come here and also mentally stable enough to make all the connections necessary or to find the information about where I live is very, 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 very tiny. 
There's no upside to coming to my house. I would tell you to fuck off and go away. And you'd potentially be traveling so much distance. The amount of people who wouldn't have the self-awareness to realize that that's a dumb thing to do and disrespectful thing to do and a rude thing to do is obviously very small. You do hear stories about fans coming to houses or even like parents bringing their kid to people houses. But I don't think the Australian culture is one that traditionally would see a lot of people believing that kind of thing was acceptable. And even in other places around the world, like that's a very, very rare thing. And that's for people who have reached tens of millions of people and they have the occasional issue. But as I say, it's always, always pays to be careful. I try my best not to uh, tell people directly where I am at any given time. Yeah, as I say, there are many barriers to entry for people who want to do that. And I doubt there are many people who want to. What compels you to continue to proclaim that people are sick of you bringing up reaction content and covering recent examples of injustice and unfairness? Are people saying that, commenting that, etc.? I'm not complaining. Yes, people always comment that. But people comment that about literally anything, right? Not everyone has the same degree of interest in any topic, so any additional amount of that will elicit those responses. But I can see the analytics where subsequent videos don't do as well as the previous ones. And just by the nature of how people's attention, uh, people's interest works, the more you do of something, the more diminishing returns you will have for those people in regards to their ability to keep engaging with the same material. Because eventually you start repeating yourself and of course people will just get bored. There's actually a word for it, diminishing marginal utility. The law of diminishing marginal utility explains that as a person consumes an item or a product, the satisfaction or utility they derive from the product wanes as they consume more and more of their products. Like hypothetically speaking, another person could say the exact same things that I've said on another platform and that would develop renewed interest or reach people that I personally do not reach. Me personally doing it, I'm of course going to be shown to similar people each time. And when those initial people don't pick up the video and click it and watch it to the end, the YouTube of course is like, oh, well, I guess this isn't a very good video. I'm gonna stop recommending it. I'm gonna stop sharing it around YouTube. If I can't keep my sort of core audience engaged by making another video, then it's not gonna get to a wider market of people. And that's the frustrating thing. Continuing to talk about this is to some degree limiting my ability to reach more people because I'm just boring people who watch me normally, potentially many who are barely interested to begin with. It's why it's it's often required that a, a new thing pops up, a new development, a, a new conversation for me to justifiably be able to like stick my head in and say, hey, remember this stuff? Or here's a new way of thinking about this? Either that or I simply space out this commentary over a long period. So like six months goes by and people are like, oh, actually I haven't heard about this in a while. So maybe I'll pick it up again. One thing that people never complain about is me asking you to click the like and subscribe button. So be sure to do that. Thank you for watching and I wish you all the best.